1: This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi Ah. on your radio and in the game right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Ah.
2: Learned a new acronym over the weekend. Maybe I should have known this already, but I actually heard somebody mention this over the weekend. J-A-B-A, Java. You guys ever heard that one before? Just Auburn being Auburn.
3: uh, I thought it was referring to
2: the hut, but okay. No doubt. Just Auburn being Auburn. This is the lead from Pete Thamel's story that is on the front page of ESPN. This is no longer operating in the shadows. It's out there on Front Street, and everybody knows about it. In a statement that doesn't mention Brian Harson by name, the university said it is, quote, collecting information from a variety of perspectives, including our student athletes, close quote. Nowhere else in America. I said to you guys today, of, of all of my travels, of all the places I've been, I really, really like... Like, deeply, like, have friendships with a number of people at Auburn. They seem normal and well-adjusted and smart, successful. But that that, that can't be the case for all. I, I clearly don't know all the Auburn people. Because this takes weird SEC fanatical... Big money, big booster, I've got influence fandom to an entirely different place. It also takes dysfunction to a place that maybe we didn't know was possible. And we got a glimpse of it. Remember during the coaching search last year when they oh, hired yeah. Brian Horson? We yeah. got a glimpse into exactly, I don't know if it's a power structure or whatever, the interworkings or lack thereof of that place. A simple question. Who's in charge? You can't answer that. Who's in charge? And as we ponder that, perhaps I should say, hey everybody, good Monday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi. We're streaming at supertalk.fm and if you want to watch it supertalktv.com. I'm Richard Cross. That was Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad. We're great to uh, glad to be with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com. Pearl River Resort gonna be hopping this Sunday because uh, well, I mean, for lots of reasons. But the uh, the sports book at Timeout Lounge Super Bowl Sunday in particular, gonna be wild coming up this, uh, this weekend. If you wanna be a part of the conversation, jump in, join us. We'd love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Hey dad, Borky may have been being a touch rhetorical, a touch, when he asked the question, who's in charge at Auburn? I'll ask it to you completely
3: unretorically. Un- you got any idea who's in charge at Auburn? I know who's not in charge and that's the athletic director. The athletic director at Auburn is not running the Auburn athletic program. It's as simple as that. There's there's just too many outside influences. It took him <clears throat> it took him basically leveraging every ounce of power he had just to get Brian Harson hired last year and now you know here we are less than a year later, whatever, he's about to go out the door. So, you know, I'm not saying that John Cohen and Keith Carter are the most powerful athletic directors in in their in the conference. They certainly aren't. But there's no way on this earth either one of those guys would get pushed around like this. Yeah. no chance. I mean, Richard, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there are people, powerful people, that did not want Keith Carter to hire Lane Kiffin. No, that's true. That's true. And I, I'll go out on a limb and say, you know, the same thing is true here at Mississippi State that I would imagine not everybody was on the leech train day one. Yeah.
4: Um,
2: Alan Green's a good dude. I think he's a sharp guy. And I think he's respected by his peers, but I don't think he is respected by the Auburn, uh, the booster class. And and I'm not talking about like just the people that donate money that goes along with their tickets or, you know, maybe they make a 5,000. The people that fancy themselves as the financiers of Auburn Athletics, I don't get the impression that that group is terribly in lockstep with the athletics director. Here's an issue, I think. Alan Green is not one of them in terms of an Auburn person. But you know who else isn't an Auburn person? Any of the last half-dozen football coaches they've had. Any football coach that they have had post-Pat Dye. And by the way, Pat Dye was a Georgia guy, but he got the Auburn culture. He shook hands, he kissed babies, he knew how to scratch the backs of the right fundraisers. He had everybody going in the same direction. Pat Dye did. Post-Pat Dye? Terry Bowden wasn't one of them. Tommy Tuberville played the game as well as anybody, but there was a shelf life for Tommy Tuberville also, right? When, when it got to the end, it was ugly. And you got to remember, you got to, before it got to the end, like rewind four or five years before it got to the end, they tried to run a coup on Tommy Tuberville for Bobby Petrino. That blew up spectacularly in their faces, and then they watched Tommy Tuberville go on a run against Alabama, and there was no "let's fire the guy" capital left until they got to the end and kind of went sideways, and it just ended. Well, I went sideways because Nick
3: Saban showed up. Well, yeah,
2: yes, that didn't help. But then they go from Tommy Tuberville to Gene Chiswick. and that was great for a really short time. Like, great to the tune of winning a national championship with Cam Newton as your quarterback. And then it was a disaster. And then they followed Chiswick up with Malzahn, and they never liked him. They thought they were going to like him. They got so excited at Auburn that they thought Gus was going to go take the Arkansas job, and then he didn't. And, oh, by the way, there was an athletics director and president in place at the time that threw a boatload of money at Gus to not go take the Arkansas job. Do you remember why? you remember why they threw all that money at Gus for him to not go take the Arkansas job? Back-to-back wins oh. at the end of the season to get to 10 and get to the SEC championship game only to get boat raced in Atlanta and then lose their bowl game. And they Still were back to days. where they were yeah. just with a $30 million buyout in place. Is it really this simple? I'm aware the situation and the booster culture, if you want to call it that, is complex. Very complex. But is this particular situation as simple as the power players didn't get the guy they wanted in the first place, and then he lost games, and now they're seeking cause they don't want to pay another buyout. They wanted to fire him because he was never a fit. They never wanted yes. to hire him anyway. So so they, they have their little meeting, and they decide, we're going to fire this guy, and then they realize that's another almost $20 million that comes out of our pocket. Oh, and and by the way, since it's February, the next coach is going to be kind of expensive unless we settle, and we're not settling. So go find something. Whatever it is, go find it we'll ruin this man's character, that's fine. We don't care. Get us out of that money. Because that statement they released today tells me, we don't have anything, but buddy, we are looking. And when we find it, we will fire him. And if he wins the Iron Bowl, just that one game, we're not having this conversation today. So, so go back to the very first thing you said. Is it as simple as that they're seeking they're seeking a way to get rid of him, and the answer is yes, and it's right there in black and white in a statement released by the university that does not mention Brian Harson by name, but says, quote, collecting information from a variety of perspectives, including our student-athletes Close quote. That means we're looking, and we haven't found yet. Jay Googe, the athletics director at Auburn, says the school is preparing to make the quote appropriate decision, close quote, on Brian Harson's future. Nobody talks about this publicly. Brian Harson, by the way, my respect for Brian Harson has gone up so much. I think it's the biggest boss move. That they're talking about his future as the head coach. He's like, I'm on vacation. I'm not coming back for this crap. You want to fire me? Fire me. And just go ahead and write me a check for, was it 14 million? 18. 18 million? And told ESPN that any attacks on his character were, quote, bull. What was our word last week?
5: Boop, boop. Boop, boop. boop.
2: Yeah. And has acknowledged that he plans to return to his job. As long as I got one, I'm going to come back. They're paying me a bunch of money to do this. What a situation. We said on Friday of last week it's really nice that this is not Ole Miss in Mississippi State. Ooh. This is so much more fun. Yeah. More Talk, Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be right back.
4: If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com.
7: Every guy knows that feeling when you realize on Valentine's Day that you've got nothing for your true love.
8: Not this year guys, because at Juniker Jewelry Company, we've got a whole store of ideas that will make her forget last year and the year before. I'm Rachel.
7: And I'm John Ravenstein. This Valentine's at Junikers, we have an entire store of fine jewelry. Rings, pendants, earrings, and bracelets. Starting at $250
8: and less. Come shop thousands of quality, iconic, and yes, affordable pieces you won't find in any other store.
7: For every woman and every budget.
8: As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have the largest selection of fine diamonds and diamond jewelry in the state.
7: And 12-month interest free financing for qualified buyers.
8: So don't go driving all over town this Valentine's like a love-struck fool. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Let's make this a Valentine's she'll never forget. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct
4: diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, they're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk, Mississippi. This, this is Sports Talk, Mississippi. Right here on Supertalk.fm. The Super Talk Mississippi app. And always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. <laughs>
2: So many thoughts, so many emotions, so many angles, so much uncertainty and unknown surrounding the Auburn situation, but I had a thought pop into my head during the break. And it's like there there are two sides to this. You can either put yourself in the shoes of an Auburn fan and think, man, that's an uncomfortable spot they're in right now. Or you can put your shoes yourself in the shoes of all the rest of us looking at Auburn and think, well, we can laugh today, and we're going to, because my goodness, what a mess you have made. But you know what else we know about Auburn? And I think this is where the two sides come together. So Auburn fan looking at this today is so incredibly frustrated with what a mess they've made of their athletics department. The rest of us look at them and we laugh because of the mess that they're making of their football program and athletics department. But we all have watched this happen at Auburn before with Bobby Petrino, Tommy, Tommy Tuberville, with Chiswick at the end, and with uh, with, with Malzahn and whatever. We, we've seen this story play out before where they eat their own and they make a mess of it. And you know what happens like two or three years later every single time? They find
10: They're a way really to win. They're really good
2: again. Say what, Morky? They find a way to win. Yeah. They get really good again. Really good. Maybe it's an SEC championship game. Maybe it's uh New Year's Six game. I don't know. Maybe it's playing for the national championship. Or winning a national championship going back far enough, having an undefeated season, but not being eligible to play for a national championship. And then it all comes crumbling down again. And, and so we can be here for the laughs and then frustrated that they can be as mismanaged as they are on a pretty regular basis and yet still achieve some of the heights they've achieved? But what about Auburn fan? So is Auburn fan just, well, it's the roller coaster we ride. We're going to enjoy the high times and deal with the low times. Or is there this deep-seated frustration, if you're an Auburn fan, that you're like, why are we so bad at doing this that we can't sustain anything, but we can always get back to it quickly? see all these different emotions that are like melded together? Especially when I don't think this is going to change their job standing much. I really don't. It's a great job. But when you do fire Brian Harson, because you have to at this point, you can't let him continue coaching your program. You've ruined it. You're mad about his recruiting now. Just wait if you keep him. You have to move on. Your candidate pool last go-around was a disaster. What do you think's going to happen here? So you have this great job. I don't think you can argue away from, in a normal year, it's a top 15 job in college football. Without this crap going on with the self-sabotage and trying to destroy a man's character to avoid paying him the rest of his contract, it's a top 15 job in college football. And they will not have a candidate list that is akin to a top 15 job in college football. They'll either have to go damage goods like a Hugh Freeze and take a risk because he's a risk. If you bring him back to the SEC knowing how he handles pressure, it's a risk. Or you go unproven because that's what their job is right now. In a normal year, they'd have Matt Campbell on that list, but they still might have Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy on that list, Lane Kiffin would be intrigued, I'm sure, because he's intrigued in every job. Not this one this time. <laughs> I mean, chuckled too. It's funny because it's true. I mean, I don't know. But not this time. There's no, he no way. He time. he wouldn't touch the job right now. So it's completely destroyed your candidate pool. I use the word for LSU fans. If I were an Auburn fan, I'd be embarrassed today. Imagine having something so great with the inability to use it. It's like buying a ferrari for your 16 year old that can't drive a stick have this great awesome thing and it can go fast if you got somebody that knows how to drive it but you've got a bunch of 16 year olds at auburn that don't know how to use a manual transmission so the car sits in the driveway collecting dust what what if brian harson's not the problem though he's i mean yeah they went six
3: and seven this year he's part of the problem he's not a great coach i don't think they went six I know, and seven this
2: year. year, and everything else. in It is. I'm going
3: to go out on a limb and that say he's a
2: pretty good coach.
3: Giving up 40 straight points to Mississippi State is probably going to be my first, uh, my first piece of evidence. Um, I mean, they just they just they didn't look great the way they played in the bowl game. I mean, it just he didn't recruit well. And that's a, and that's a big piece. There was a good article today in the Athletic about that. Yeah, that Andy Staples wrote it. You know, Nick Saban's first year, he went seven and six then he had the number one recruiting class in the country. I mean, if Auburn has a top ten recruiting class, we aren't having these issues today. But they didn't. I just don't think he's a very good coach. Unfortunately, the way contracts are worded, I don't think you're a very good coach as an excuse to not pay you the uh, the money that we owe you. Yeah, two things on that. The uh, first is,
2: I found it fascinating that an, an Auburn player, because now you've got Auburn players that are like, um, everything you guys are saying about Brian Harson's not true, so stop but one player in particular is like goes on twitter and says i didn't play to my liking this year i didn't play enough i was disappointed with my playing time however coach harson is performing chemo on our locker room was the phrase that he used he said that was a locker this is a current player saying our locker room is filled with cancer and he's performing chemo so this is a kid that's disgruntled with his playing time and still says that i found that fascinating Hmm. And at the end of the day, what you said is exactly right. Everything that has been reported or that former players have said on record is not cause to fire somebody. Oh, well, his assistants don't like working for him. That's not cause. Did he hit them? No? Okay. Well, players transferred out. Why? Was he not very friendly? Well, that's not cause. The only thing that could be cause is a rumor that has seemingly died in the last few days. That would be really hard to prove anyway. Nothing that's been reported is cause right now to fire him. So you've got players speaking out, even players that don't particularly like their playing time, speaking out in favor of him. And also, everything that's been reported, uh, well, assistants think he's difficult to work for.
3: Just wanna,
2: that's
11: just not cause. Point out,
3: point out again, I think coaching is maybe the only job in America where just not being good at your job isn't a reason to fire you without getting a huge buyout or something. No. Now, if I wasn't good at my job, I would just be gone, be gone today. No no questions asked and no money in my pocket.
2: Yeah, but, Fortune, Fortune 100 company CEO is probably there as well. Yeah. Like, they want to fire you, they'll fire you, but you get the golden parachute. You, you get a yeah. massive buyout.
3: C. McMahon, comma, Shane.
2: Morky, I want to push back on one thing. And this kind of coincides with something that popped up on the ceasefire text line. Huey and Raymond says, if I'm a college coach, sign me up. Fire me and give me my $20 million. Can they go get Matt Campbell? Eh, maybe not. There are a lot of good football coaches out there that are making considerably less money than Auburn will pay if their job comes open Despite what they're paying to Gus now at UCF and what they would have to pay to Brian Harson, there are not that many coaches out there that are making seven or eight million dollars a year. And so if you can sign on at Auburn, what, what, you know what they're going to have to do. I mean, think about it. Okay. It's a really hard time to get a coach that makes it more expensive, especially if you want a good one. You want somebody to leave there? You want Mike Gundy to leave Oklahoma State and the security that he's got there? He's always had a bit of a wondering eye, but he's never consummated his flirtation. You want to take Mike Gundy away from Oklahoma State? You're about to sign him to a six year contract for $48 million, fully guaranteed. $8 million a year, at least. Is that such a big, get bad gig for Mike Gundy? Because Can they Mike Gundy that? knows that the year that it goes yes. well, it's going to go really well. And if they fire me, I'd carry $30 million cash into retirement. It's not such a bad gig. talk, Mississippi. We'll be back
3: right after this.
12: This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
13: Family, they are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that—a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like they're so nice, and they just—they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure but it really was carter sledge family dentistry 772 lake harbor drive in richland 601-607-7876
14: in america the future belongs to everyone so we built the trucks of the future for everyone ford f-series america's best-selling trucks for 44 years straight built for performance and capability on and off-road because the trucks of the future aren't built for a few, they're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
11: This is Don DeBue. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere. February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have mostly sunny conditions, high near 55. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 26. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near
15: 64. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Supertalk Mississippi News. The State Department of Health has reported a three-day total of 16,595 new cases of COVID-19. As case numbers remain high, Dr. Mark Horn of the Mississippi State Medical Association says that a bulk of new cases are those of the unvaccinated. There is a significant percentage, uh,
0: particularly the older, sicker individuals with more comorbidities, more illnesses, that are
9: less likely to have achieved really solid immunity. Those people are showing up uh, in our hospitals. We're seeing a lot of people who've been immunized uh, and or who've had prior cases who are getting Omicron. Omicron is breaking through a lot of our defenses. The association
15: will be hosting a COVID-19 virtual town hall on Tuesday at 2.30. Go to supertalk.fm to find out how to tune in. And Jessica Sledge of Pilahatchie has pled guilty to hiring an assassin to kill another individual. Sledge admitted to using the internet as well as her cell phone to arrange the murder for hire. Unbeknown to her, the person on the other side of the phone was actually an FBI special agent. The intended victim was unharmed.
17: Rodeos are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. AgUp Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At AgUp Equipment, we provide the rugged, long lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. AgUp Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi, or visit us at agup.com today.
1: Get the news that matters to Mississippi on middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app.
2: Monday afternoon with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. It's time for us to go for the first time this week to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Nubias Wilborn joins us right now. He covers the Auburn Tigers at al.com. And Nubias, I was I was thinking during the break, where should we start? And this is one of those stories where it's like, I don't even know what the proper first question is to ask. And so I'm just going to go to one of your tweets and editorialize just for a second. I think it's the biggest boss move that Brian Harson has just stayed on vacation through all of this.
18: I mean, look, I mean, do you come off vacation to get fired or do you enjoy your vacation? I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know the answer. to This is ridiculous, man. Look, I've covered sports for a little bit of time. I've I've covered a baseball team that um, the closer ended up being a child predator in Felipe Vasquez. Um, Mm. I've covered the Atlanta Braves. I've been around a lot of different situations. And this is one of the more bizarre I've seen, where basically this board of trustees meeting was scheduled because they had to confer the new president, uh, who was the dean of the engineering community. Right. All right. So the board of trustees meeting was scheduled. All of a sudden, I start getting texts about Brian Harson allegedly having an affair with a staffer. All right. Turns out it appears that that isn't true about the staffer. So then, by the way, I was in Mobile for the team Bowl as all this was going on, yeah. and also still trying to keep up with you know the number one basketball team in the country and all that good stuff. Right. So fast forward. This is Thursday when things start rumbling. Then Friday, things start picking up when uh, tweets from Smoke Monday, who's a former player, we well, now a former player, um, as well as um, a former defensive lineman who transferred to UCF to go back with Gus Malzahn. Those tweets came out. I, so then, I mean, those was those that Big Cat
2: that did that?
18: Yes, yes, yes.
5: Okay.
18: Right. So yeah, Leona. Yeah, yeah. So that was a whole situation, right? And I'll be honest. I really don't know what to make from all of it other than just to give people the factual information. So basically where we're at with this is there's a group of people who just do not like Brian Hopsin. If you talk to some people, there are people who are upset because he didn't attend the Georgia High School Coaches Conference. Now, from the other side, they'll say, well, he sent five assistants including a new coordinator and that thing happened on the same day as Austin Davis, the former offensive coordinator who was there for a month, maybe um, announced that he was leaving the program. All right. And take care of some personal issues. All right. I've heard some more on those personal issues. I don't want to get into that because that's Austin Davis's business. And you know, you wish him well. All right. And then Austin Davis leaving comes what less than a week after Derek Mason left the program. And now, We have now found out that Derrick Mason, apparently, according to a report, Hmm. took a $400,000 a year pay cut to go to Oklahoma State. Now, Which
2: is almost half a million dollars if you're keeping score at home.
18: I mean, that's not a small amount of change now. Now, again, you never know with contracts, and you never know, okay? Compensation could be relative. There could be other forms of compensation that we don't know about. That could, you know, I mean, we don't know, you know, bonuses. Who knows? But if that report is true, he took a four hundred thousand dollars pay cut a year, and that's not, like I said, that that's not pocket change now. Um, so that could also be telling. There were some issues with the defensive line coach hire that ended up being um, Jimmy Brumbaugh. Um, they talked to certain people in the NFL. I can let this name go now. Like Carl Dunbar from the Steelers was someone who they spoke to. Um, There was a few people they spoke to ultimately ended up coming up to Brumbaugh, who, of course, is an Auburn alum, had a pretty good career at Auburn, and he's now the defensive line coach as of now. You know, again, who knows where all this stuff goes because, you know, they had to make changes, bring up Jeff Schmetting to be the defensive coordinator, and depending on who you believe, there's a thought that Schmetting was going to be the guy anyway. And Harson wanted one of his guys. Um, there had been some conflict between Mason and Harson. I guess Harson was under the belief that it was settled and apparently it wasn't. Um also Mason met with the team and according to several people who were in that meeting, told people that he wasn't taking another job only to take a job three or years later you needed time. So maybe right. two to three days wasn't a personal time, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I or maybe Oklahoma State came back with some type. of... I mean, you, you don't know. You don't know why people end up taking jobs, though. So,
2: but, so, so, advice. There, there are lots and lots of layers to this. There's all this yeah, stuff geez. that's I mean, out there. One hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but, but the thing that's so fascinating to me. And look, I mean, Auburn doesn't have the market cornered on crazy. Everybody's got their share of crazy. Yeah, of course. I just feel like it plays out more publicly at Auburn than it does a lot of other places. Why
18: is that? Uh, You know, I I just got here in October, man. I don't know. I mean, mean, (laughs) it's just so weird. I mean, I'm serious. This is is strange. And I I don't know how to describe it other than, like I said earlier, just saying what I can see. And basically, for the looks of it, either they're going to fire him with cause and not pay the buyout or come up to a settlement, or they're gonna pay his full buyout, I guess of eighteen billion, then plus have to buy out whatever assistance he has and whatever that's gonna cost, you know, depending on what you believe, that might be anywhere from twenty million to fifty million dollars by the time all of it's done to do all that. Or keep the man and pretend like none of this ever happened.
2: Yeah, but I mean if you keep him, I mean you've cut his legs off, you've cut his arms off, I mean he's impotent the whole deal, and then you just wait till the end of the season and you do it then. And you still owe him a bunch
18: of money. Well, I mean, true, or or maybe he hires the right offensive coordinator. <laughs> he uses the eight scholarships they have and waits to the end of spring ball to find some other disgruntled players from other programs to bring them along, and they go out next year and they get back to be about where Auburn expects to be typically. I mean, because if you actually go back and look at the games, after that old Miss game, you would have thought Auburn was a near-top-ten team in the country. You could deal with the Texas A&M loss because, I mean, College Station is a weird place, although we've been there. Um, it's a tough place to play. It's a weird situation. And neither team teams scored off the time. College Station is a down. weird
2: place on a lot of levels, Nebias. I don't know how much time you spend there, but, but, yes, I would agree.
18: Yeah, it's a little strange, man. I mean, listen, people there are really nice people. God bless them. But it, it's mm-hmm. a little weird, man, okay? <laughs> so – you could even deal with that loss. I mean, Kentucky State was a good club. I mean, they beat Alabama for Christ's sake. To be, you know, losing to them at their place isn't anything to be ashamed of, considering again they beat Alabama. All right. So, the Mississippi State loss—that's pretty indefensible. I mean, you're up 20-83, and from what I was told, that started some of the conflicts between Mason and Harson. That loss. 'Cause even with that loss, then you get Bo Nix injured in that game. And once Bo Nix was injured, the the wheels pretty much fell off. And they just couldn't find a way. Losing to South Carolina, I mean that's indefensible. And you had that fourth down play where Mike Bogo calls a shotgun pass that doesn't work instead of using, oh, I don't know, the six foot five, two hundred something pound quarterback and try to see if you can just get a yard leading him forward.
2: Well, I mean, if you want to make a better argument for firing Brian Harson, it should be Brian Harson hiring Mike Bobo as an offensive coordinator in the first place. But we kind of digress.
18: Well, I mean, but but even with that, I mean, you're trying to hire somebody with some conference experience, and it didn't work, so you fired him. Yeah, but he's so, just not good at his job. I mean, listen, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, but you know, <laughs> I mean, these these people don't weigh more about football than I love to know. So I can only let me ask you by. this
2: though. Let, let, let's finish here. We've only got about a minute left. Hmm what power does Alan Green have in this? I've known Alan for a long time. I like him. I think a lot of him. I feel like he's done a pretty good job. Felt like a lot of his capital was burned up with this Brian Harson hire. So as we sit here today, does Brian uh, does does Alan Green have the authority or the ability to make decisions that he thinks need to be made for Auburn football?
18: I mean, if he did, we probably wouldn't be here now, would
2: we? Seems reasonable. I
18: mean, I was just saying, I mean, it's unfortunate, but... It doesn't appear so based upon the way it's going. Because even the statement University released, that wasn't Alan Green's name on that statement. That was just a university. That should have been the athletic director making that statement. Should it not have been? By now, we should have talked to the athletic director. That's kind of telling now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. It's going to be interesting to see where it all goes. Tobias, really appreciate uh, your time. Good visiting with you. Hope we can do it again soon.
18: Hey, anytime, man. Thank you.
2: All right, Mr. Tobias Wellborn, AL.com. Covers Auburn. How about that? He said, "Look, I've only been here since all since October." <laughs> when I asked him the question, I was like, "Why does Auburn let it up play out publicly?" I thought that was the most honest answer. It's like, man, this is crazy to me too.
3: It's got to be like new faces at Auburn you have to look around after a week or so and go, "What is going on here?" Yeah, yeah.
2: but well, I, I was telling Borky earlier. It's like I'm not the, I'm not the sports historian, hey dad, that you are. My friend Brett Norsworthy is. I can't do like the on this day and all that good stuff. I've, I was pretty proud of the fact that I went back to, back to Pat Dye. Yeah. And named off every Auburn coach and the scandal that got them in trouble. And and, you, and like,
5: there's no
2: notes on that. It's because it's so incredibly spectacular to watch the rise and fall over and over and over again. Sports talk, Mississippi. We'll be right back.
19: Start off the new year with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. In 2022, it's our resolution to continue our mission to give you the most savings possible every single day. That's right. We're here to get you the best deal possible on every Mitsubishi in stock. RidgelandMitsubishi.com. With zero down, pay only two eighty-nine dollars per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4 ESs. That's zero down on brand new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage. We're also offering super low 1.9% financing for 72 months, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's New Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. That's right, a Lifetime Powertrain Warranty only from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Bring in your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So start off 2022 with explosive savings during our New Year celebration at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit to you for details. Anytime you play sports accidents can happen and your next place should be mississippi sports medicine urgent ortho care our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance open monday through friday eight to five in jackson eight to seven in Flowood in madison and saturday eight to two in madison any injury any sport mississippi sports medicine urgent ortho care get you back in the game
9: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North End and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443 outside of some minor congestion northbound on 49 in Hines County from Forest Avenue Extension up to County Line Road, we're looking pretty good elsewhere no other major problems to speak of buckle up, drive safe, have a great afternoon this update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop the best from us to you, call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217
14: com.
1: Go beyond the headlines on middays with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: your brain into gear and be thinking about winners and losers. That's what is happening to start the 4 o'clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Uh, Jason, you're up first. The public thing happened at Florida and at Texas, so these boosters figured out how to use social media, message boards, whatever, to start mobs that athletics directors either can't or won't nip in the bud. This is going to be a big problem going forward for everyone if that's the case. Um, I guess it happened at Florida in terms of the ouster of Dan Mullen, but it did not happen during the the hiring process with Billy Napier. I don't know a lot of people that aren't huge Scott Strickland fans around here anymore. I think he's pretty good at his job. And the way he handled that search was, I mean, it was a master class. And that's the next thing here. So Brian Harson went 6-7. and seven, Lost the Iron Bowl. You're going to pay $18 million to fire him. And look at the roster that is left behind. What coach is going to come in in year one and make that a nine-win team? What coach can do that? Because the answer is not Hugh Freeze. Hey Dad, you look upset. He's has
10: himself muted.
2: Turn your microphone on. It's the radio show. Don't yell at me. You can't talk on the radio if your microphone's not on, buddy. I, I, I had a coughing
11: thing. Sorry.
2: But but what coach is, is going to <laughs> I just dropped buddy and chief on you, by the way. Oh.
3: No no problem, sport.
2: <laughs> pal is a tough one too. All right, but, there's
3: but there's what... no coming back from
2: pal. What coach is going to come in and give them satisfactory results in year one considering who they have at quarterback? And that's not really changing, by the way. Kind of too late for that. In the roster, in the state that it's currently in, what coach takes over year one and provides satisfactory results and competes with Nick Saban's Alabama in year one? What coach can do that? So this Lombardi. So you're going to pay 18 million dollars to get rid of Brian Harson to get Brian Harson results, just like Brian Haydad. Direct quote: "You're going to fire Gus Malzahn and pay 20 million dollars to get Gus Malzahn results."
3: If you're offering me the Auburn athletic director job, I will take it.
2: Yeah. See, no Hugh Freeze. People have warped their minds into thinking Hugh Freeze is coaching God. Pun intended. He's a good football coach. He's not a miracle worker, despite what he probably tells people in private.
3: He might lay his hand He's
2: on. a good football coach. It was a miracle coaching yes. job in 2012, and that team won six games. That was a remarkable coaching job with, with a, <laughs> a really quality college quarterback and an offensive line that had five starters that played in every game without injury. It was a miracle injury luck season. And everybody talks about what a great coaching job it was, and it was a six-win football team. A six-win football team. W- why do you think that Hugh Freeze can step in and take this roster with Zach Calzada and win nine games? He's a good coach, a very good coach.
3: He would probably go back into the portal and find another quarterback if he got there. But, but who? Well, I, after Willis the spring, some, somebody, to, maybe after the spring, somebody will leave.
2: See, Freeze knows how to score, plain and simple. But but with Zach Calzada, this is the SEC West. I, I Who do they have on their a, roster? I, I was, I
3: was like I'm pretty to... sure that was a double oh. entendre there. Yeah. Oh, I like you. That was really good. But
2: th- there are people that think that, oh, they'll just <laughs> snap their fingers and boom, they're going to win 10 games. That is not what happened at Ole Miss. They won six, seven, eight, nine games in four years. It took him four years to win nine games in the regular season. The miracle was the six wins in yes. year number one. Yes. That was his worst a thing. Game total of five offensive linemen who played every snap of every game all season long. If Auburn football, whoever's coaching, wins seven games in 2022, it took a good coaching job for them to get there. This is a disaster. They've lost good players to the portal, starters to the portal. They didn't recruit well, and their quarterback
4: room stinks out loud. They downgraded from Bo Nix in their quarterback room. They that's got rough. worse
2: there. Kind of and rough. you're telling not me that really a, I mean, uh, that, that's not a compliment.
4: No, it's not. So they're, they're going to pay all this money to fire him to get the exact results
2: he would have gotten if you just sucked it up for another year. Yeah, I mean, you don't do this if you're not 100% sure that you're getting better. You better get better if you follow through with it. Uh, I liked Greg's message a little while ago. Go back to what I said earlier. Culture. Power-hungry boosters. That's what we're witnessing right now. And you think we can't go much lower as a whole? There we go. It's really sad in a way. Younger bunch watching and listening. Don't think they're not. Yeah, I mean... You've got power brokers at schools who have figure out, figured out how to successfully run a coup. And sometimes it's with the help of the media. Sometimes it's not. I kind of get the impression that the media at Auburn likes Brian Harson well enough. Not like Buddy Buddy with him, but like I don't have any issue with him. So the mess on the planes. Winners and losers with you when we come back Sports Talk Mississippi. You
1: are the birthplace of America's music Super Talk This is Super by your Super Professionals at Tree 24/7 at 8 9
8: FM. News. I'm Rich Denison. President Biden met with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz at the White House today, where Russia's troop buildup along the Ukraine border was a key topic for discussion.
7: We're working on lockstep to further deter Russian aggression in Europe.
8: Meantime, French President Emmanuel Macron is in Moscow to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Macron hopes to carry
19: a message of peace and diffuse tensions over Ukraine, where over 130,000 Russian troops are massed on the border. U.S. officials say a Russian invasion could be launched any day.
8: Fox's Lucas Tomlinson in Kiev, Ukraine. Police say a bicyclist fell to her death when a drawbridge connecting Palm Beach to the Florida mainland began rising before she could reach the other side. The woman fell five or six stories and landed on concrete. America's listening to Fox News.
0: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything
15: we do. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Legislation aimed at making prescription drugs is being co sponsored by Senator Cindy Hyde Smith.
13: This important legislation would create a true, out-of-pocket cap for Medicare beneficiaries, reinforce the market forces that have supported the research and develop so many miracle cures. Keep pharmaceutical companies from price gouging, prevent taxpayers from being on the hook for unlimited price hacks that have no basis in the free market. Stop the hurtful tactics of pharmacy benefit managers that hurt patients and community pharmacies while enriching the middlemen. These reforms would reduce out-of-pocket spending on prescription drugs by $72 billion, reduce premiums by $1 billion, and save taxpayers $95 billion.
15: For more of what's going on in the Magnolia State, follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News.
16: Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers and their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers customers a whole home energy upgrade the propane energy pod builder incentive program what's the propane energy pod it's a total home energy upgrade that combines high efficiency propane gas appliances to meet a home's major energy needs and delivers superior comfort and efficiency compared with all electric homes not only is it good for homeowners it's good for builders too all propane homes on average are valued up to five percent higher than all electric homes energy for everyone propane visit MSPropane.com.
15: And it's official. The Harrison County Board of Supervisors unanimously approved a new lease for the Mississippi Seawolves on Monday. The two-year deal with three one-year options will have the Seawolves playing home games at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. The move comes after three test-run games were held at the Coliseum in December. The Coliseum's executive director, Matt McDonald, explains.
8: Nobody
14: knew who the teams were. Nobody really knew who the players were. But they wanted to see hockey so bad that they came out and they not only supported but sold out that final night We did almost 18,000 people over three games. That is significant.
15: significant. The Seawolves will be the Mississippi Gulf Coast's first minor league hockey team since 2008. Tickets are set to go on sale in the coming weeks. In other sports news, the Ole Miss women's basketball team looks to take down number 15 LSU tonight in Baton Rouge. The 18-4 Rebels are coming off a game in which they held Missouri to the fewest amount of points on the road by any SEC team in over 30 years. For more of the latest, go to supertalk.fm. I'm JT Mitchell.
14: Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Riggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674,
10: to discuss a standby generator for your home. Bad internet is bad for business.
1: Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: With you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Monday afternoon in the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. And this might be the week. Luke, the forecast? mid 50s tomorrow, low 60s on Wednesday and Thursday. Going to be sunny all week. Maybe it's time to sneak out and get that first early 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 spring late winter round in you can do that at dancing rabbit golf club visit them online or visit pearlriverresort.com <laughs> richard cross michael Borkey, brian hey, Dad. thanks for being with us time right now for winners and losers
19: all I, all, I, all, I, all I do is win 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 no matter what i'm a loser
18: baby we got winners we got losers americans love a winner and we'll
0: not tolerate a loser. Winner never win. And we never win. Here's how it works. What did you like from the
2: weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? You can text us yours on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. That is the number, 601-879-4395. Uh, Neither of you are going to have my first winner, so I'll go last in our opening rotation. Hey, Dad, give me a winner.
3: I got to be honest; this was not a great sports weekend for me for winners. Now, you know, nothing really stood out to me as just like, "Wow, that was impressive." But you know, Auburn continues to find a way. So let's just make let's make them the winner for basketball. So you're talking about
2: basketball, right?
3: Yeah, but they are still the number one team in the nation. This is a pre- this is one of those number one teams that, when I watch them, I'm like, they're good. I don't think they're great. I don't know that they're going to win the national championship, but they're a good team. They're fun to watch. I like the way Bruce Pearl has, you know, sort of come full circle and, you know, become sort of like this beloved guy. I know, I know he's a, what he does in recruiting, but I don't really care. Uh, they're they're a fun team to watch. They have some good they have some good pieces. I, I enjoy them I enjoy watching them. So hey, Auburn, you know, they got a little positive stuff going on there. They're number one in the nation. Nineteen straight
2: wins, only one loss on the season. It was an overtime loss to UConn back in either late November or early December. I think late November. You know, the only thing I might push back on, hey Dad, is the whole they're good but they're not great thing. They seem to have kind of the it thing going though for them.
3: Yeah. They they've got some some, some
6: some cash you gotta running. have a
2: great season. You gotta have a couple of narrow escapes. They had one. Oh
3: yeah.
2: And, uh, hey, how about the fact that their narrow escapes have been maybe the two worst teams in the SEC? On the road at Missouri, on the road at Georgia. Maybe. Orky, give me a winner. NASCAR. NASCAR did the race at the L.A. Coliseum, and while the track was tiny and the cars really couldn't drive all that fast, it was not necessarily a race that you're used to. It was more of like a crawl, but I watched it for a while, and I don't watch NASCAR. Novelty stuff works. It was a cool scene. looked like fun. I checked it out, and I'm not a NASCAR fan. So, novelty sports work. Play hockey in football stadiums or on the banks of Lake Tahoe. Like the NHL has done. Do NASCAR races in the Coliseum. Play football games at Wrigley Field. That stuff draws me. Basketball on an aircraft carrier. This was NASCAR's basketball on an aircraft carrier. And I, who would not have checked it out otherwise, tuned in for a little while. It was a really cool scene. Again, the cars were driving really slow, though. So how fast were they going? Like 40. That was the fastest they could get? The the straights aren't even really straights. They, they were constantly having to turn. Yeah. But it looked like fun. I mean, and apparently NASCAR fans really enjoyed it. That they had to be the rate the drivers had to be more tactical. Hmm. Two guys attached Henry Diana. My guess is you don't know who Henry Diana is. Hey, Dad, I'm going out on a limb there. No clue. For 23 years, Henry Diana has been carrying a golf bag on his shoulder for some of the best players in the world. Spent a long time as the caddy for Charles Howell III. Spent a long time as a caddy for Bill Haas. Bill Haas, a guy who won the FedEx Cup one year. Do you know what he's never experienced? He has never experienced a win on the PGA Tour. 23 years. And that changed yesterday. On the back for Tom Hogue. At the uh, the Pebble Beach Pro Am out on the West Coast, spectacular golf course. The weather was unbelievable this weekend. So you had Tom Hogue getting his first PGA Tour win, and his caddy Henry Diana getting his first win on the bag in 23 years. And you think about it, Bill Haas and Charles Howell III have combined to win over 70 million dollars on the PGA Tour. This guy's had a great life. He's had a great made a great living. Carrying a back, Being a looper. But you're still out there trying to win. And so for the very first time, he did it. And how about the story for uh, for Tom Hope? His first professional golf tournament was in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at the Dakota Dunes Open. And he won that tournament in his professional debut in July of 2011. And as a result... Earned a uh, a sponsor's exemption to the RBC Canadian Open. He played on the Canadian version of the Corn Ferry Tour for a while. It took him a while to get on the PGA Tour. And in his 202nd career PGA Tour event, he got his first win. Grinder. Cool stuff. Those two guys are winners. Any other winners? We'd hop on over right. straight to losers. We got plenty of those. Let's do it. Let's do it. Give me a loser. Uh, The Houston Texans. Oh. It, it, their coaching search was almost as disastrous as Auburn's and that ending on Lovey Smith, somebody that's been out of NFL coaching for quite some time, was in college coaching for a little while, didn't work out particularly well. There were... Other better candidates that they could have landed on after they fired their coach, who was only hired really to lose. They fire him after a year to bring in Lovey Smith. Boy, if I was a Texans fan, I would reconsider. They're not serious about winning. Is is Houston hiring Lovey Smith? A de- direct response to the backlash related to Brian Flores. But they interviewed no. Flores himself.
3: No. Well, you not. can't hire Brian Flores. It's not. It's not though, because there are other, far more qualified, don't have a track record as a losing head coach, minority candidates out there. You can hire Aaron Glenn. You can hire try to hire Eric Bieniemy. Could try to hire. There's a there's a whole host of them, okay. and Byron Lovy's Byron Lefwich. I, I was there was a guy on my head. I could not get him out there, but yeah, the, there are plenty of those guys. You hired a guy who has had two other opportunities and lost, and went to college and lost there. What makes you think this guy's any good? A friend of mine said it best this weekend. If you ever get a job in the NFL as a coach, it's like an annuity. You will never be out of work.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, Lovey Smith career record as a head coach in the NFL, two games above five hundred, eighty-nine and eighty-seven. NFL coach of the year in two thousand five. That was year two with the Chicago Bears. He's three and three in the playoffs. And um just super duper average. <coughs> He's got yeah. a sick beard, though. For whatever that's worth. It is nice. Uh, Alvin Kamara goes into the losers category. More details still to come out of the arrest. Allegedly. Allegedly. Headline on ESPN Cops. Video backs allegations against Kamara. Allegedly. Still. Allegedly. I understand. And you can't put yourself in stupid situations. Nah. Don't be stupid. Do you think if Camara is invited to participate in the Pro Bowl again at any point in his career, he will politely decline? Or uh, one New Orleans Saints would tell him to politely decline? Perhaps. You will not be returning to Vegas on our dime? Is Vegas a winner this weekend? Pro Bowl in the NHL All-Star Game, when five years ago gambling was linked to Fixing games and there's no way any professional sports organization can ever go there. Amazing, isn't it? Now they got an NFL team, an NHL team, they're hosting the NHL All Star game and hosting the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl stunk, by the way. I and I am not have become two hand touch. I had no idea. Or just a skills competition or something, because I get it. Like you've got players that have a year left on their contract and in the Pro Bowl is when they tear their Achilles. I get not giving maximum effort. But it's gotten to a point where just do a skills competition in some one-on-ones and have some fun instead of pretending like you're going to play a game, because that's not what that was. You are sending in a bunch of your winners and losers, and we will get to those on the C Spire text line. Is the
3: Olympics in that
2: realm of if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound?
3: The how, dare you say a tree, how dare you say a tree
4: fell in China unbelievable <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> If you love hunting, fishing, and ag, don't miss the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th. At the Ag and Outdoor Expo, you'll find everything for the outdoors, rods and reels, bows, guns, and clothing, as well as tools and equipment for the ag world. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, February 11th through the 13th at the Trademark on the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Outside of some minor delays, southbound on 51 at Yandel. We're looking pretty good elsewhere. No other major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till
14: 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs)
2: to your winners and losers. Or, Borky, did you have another loser you wanted to drop in? Borky? Say that again, sorry, I was bringing the music down. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, I was saying we'll get to your winners and losers, but did you have one you wanted to drop in first?
3: I was about to give the old dynamite drop in there, Borky. The What's
2: National Football League, it got exposed over the weekend that deflate-gate wasn't even a thing. That Tom Brady and the New England P- Patriots never slightly underinflated footballs to win a playoff game by four touchdowns over the Colts. In fact, the NFL found that in that weather, all of their footballs register that low PSI. And that nobody involved in the Patriots actually altered the footballs at all. And instead of coming out and saying that, they covered it all up. So for a year, they ran and leaked, a high-ranking NFL official leaked a story about the slightly underinflated footballs that ended up, after scientific analysis, not being true at all. And they have never admitted that mistake publicly. you ever taken um, an air pressure gauge and check the air pressure in your tires, either on your vehicle or your lawnmower or a four-wheeler or a bicycle, anything, and notice that in the summer the air pressure in the tire reads a little bit differently than if you happen to check the air pressure on a super cold day in December or January. Just thinking out loud here. The PSI pounds per square inch is slightly lower when it's cold. Sometimes dramatically lower. Yeah. But uh here we go.
3: I weigh like three fifty five in the summer and three forty five in the winter.
2: Do you? No. No, I don't What do you do? Do you like just take the uh the yeah. air gauge, like stick it right in your belly button? Right in the like, belly hey, button. There like go. All right. lower today. Yeah, feeling good. I <laughs> Let's, feel looser. Uh, Let's get to some of your winners and losers. Uh, Will and you pour a winner. NHL, Carolina Hurricanes, NC State. It's been scheduled, canceled, rescheduled, and canceled a few times But they announced this weekend that NC State will finally host the Hurricanes in Carter-Finley Stadium for an outdoor hockey game next season. That's cool. Borky's on board. He likes hockey and football stadiums. It's awesome. Let's see here. Loser. Auburn football fans because of their powerful boosters. Loser. It's from Billy in Ocean Springs. Alvin Kamara for getting arrested Saturday night before the Pro Bowl. Except, not really. Didn't get arrested until Sunday night, right? The incident happened on Saturday night, and he participated Yeah, in the Pro Bowl. They picked him up after the game. And then they were able to figure out where he was and pick him up after the game. Winner, the Sean Payton movie. You seen it yet?
3: No, I had not. wasn't planning on seeing it either.
2: I have seen clips, and I think I will pass. Kevin James doesn't do it for you? No. No. Loser, this is from Rusty. NFL, drop the farce they call a Pro Bowl. Take off the pads and play real flag football.
3: That would be a great thing, but then, like, what are the linemen doing?
2: Yeah, just do skills competitions and stuff, and the lineman
3: challenge. Just bench. I don't know what else you do.
2: Winner NASCAR for the clash in the L.A. Coliseum. Really good race that everybody said would fail miserably, and it didn't. Now on the flip side of that, somebody said that race was a joke. It was just different. Like if you're a racing purist, that didn't do anything for you. You just like to be entertained. Then. It was interesting. Here's another one. Pro Bowl. Loser, loser, loser. Another one. Loser. NFL. Two-hand touch. Pro Bowl. Mike after dark. Winner for having a new time slot, which has garnered a lot of interactions in the chat. What is that? That's me. Oh! You, Mike after dark. Instead of Mike in the morning. Or in addition to Mike in the morning.
3: After with, Dark is his more risque show.
2: With more responsibilities comes some schedule shuffling, and it's working out. There you
3: also go. Also comes with a great power. Or something like that. Something
2: like that. Yeah. So do you, um, are, are are you more risque at night? I'm a, a little bit more open, I suppose. But it, it's not anything that violates the FCC,
3: I don't think. You're on, you're on YouTube. You can violate the FCC. There's, all you want. there's, there's no way. There's no FCC on YouTube. You can say whatever you want. I'm trying to
2: avoid like using certain words because I know there's a absorbent little two-year-old running around the house, and yeah. I have taken far too many liberties with, ah, he doesn't know what this means, and I need to watch myself.
3: They, so. they don't have to know what it means. They just to be able to re- repeat it, yeah, and, and then they go from there. So. You're like, You're like Dan Houser. No swearing. It's all the time. And so far, so
2: good. But I need to stop pushing it. Uh, play a softball game. That was the. Uh, I think that was a suggestion instead of the NFL Pro Bowl. Let's see here. Loser, me. Life watching football, baseball games on YouTube. Bored. Uh, the Clash of the Coliseum was better than any of the cooker cut, uh, cookie cutter mile and a half tracks. Not the very best but much better than others winner nascar loser nascar for having ice tea entertain racing fans that's from dusty and holka yeah, so they yeah but they one. were in holka. la i mean yeah it, 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 so, who's more la than ice tea
3: magic johnson
2: what's he going to do for entertainment shoot some hoops tweet i don't know i've been saying uh, Linda, who is from Fulton, moved to Mantachi, says winner. The movie, home team. Sean Payton movie was awesome. Maybe you guys need to reevaluate. Nah. Uh Bobby and Derek uh, point out that it was actually Ice Cube, not Ice T.
3: <laughs> you know, either one, but yeah, still. Again, it's about the target audience there. Yeah. yeah it's LA. You're trying to attract a new audience. Maybe that's I mean, the point. <laughs> we got that's what we've got this weekend with the Super Bowl. So Ice T performing? No, but Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg are. Brandon says winner Mike Bianco.
2: Anything in particular, Brandon? For talking I, for, for 36 minutes in his opening press conference, it's got to be a record. Like maybe, maybe Mike Post- Bianco for being named the manager of the USA baseball national team. Yeah, watch out for France's left fielder. Um, yeah, he's got a killer fastball. Jeez. No, but that's got to be a record. I mean, Lane Kiffin post Egg Bowl didn't go 36 minutes.
3: Am I missing a joke here? What just happened? I don't. I don't. I don't, Ten, don't
2: Tennessee it. Tech brought in their left fielder, and he mowed Ole oh, Miss down okay, like okay. he was.
3: All right, we're on the same page now. Like, like, give me a like he was Cy Young. I'm sorry. I missed. I'm sorry. I forgot about that great moment in Ole Miss history. Charlie
2: says, "Winner me! I survived another Monday of uh, teaching seventh graders." So there you go.
3: Congrats!
2: There you go. Dusty gave us the face palm emo- emoji. He was the one that said "Ice tea for entertaining face fans. He goes, "Yeah, either way, you know what? Either I mean. way,
3: there yeah. you go." There I you was go. trying to figure out what like Ice tea was doing. Like, I don't know. Like, talk about Law and Order SVU. What are we doing here? So uh, a lot of frustration with,
2: uh, with the Pro Bowl over the weekend for, uh, for folks on the winners and losers list. you want to be a part of the conversation, C Spire text, uh, text line is always the best way for, uh, for you to do that. Nobody mentioned basketball in terms of winners and losers over the weekend. I did. Did you? I said Auburn was my, my winner. Oh no, I meant specifically basketball in the state of Mississippi.
3: Oh God, no! Because there wasn't any winning. Well, I kind of meant on I'm the, the I'm loser like side three. I'm like three games away from okay. There, it's losers. I'm gonna let let's, them play out. Though. Let's
2: talk about what happened this weekend. Mississippi State going to Arkansas on Saturday night. Ole Miss in Gainesville on Saturday afternoon. Rebels were close. Went to overtime against Florida, couldn't get it done at the end. Mississippi State, close game, and couldn't get it done at the end on the road against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We will be right back.
12: This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again,
4: 769-208-8283. Ugh. I am
11: This is Don DeBue. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana, and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget, and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere, February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum.
17: The new degree of comfort.
14: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents
6: Remo, and, uh... Don't you just love the smell of old books? Ah.
19: Shh. This is a library. Sorry ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. I don't think we carry that but check nonfiction. Ah.
6: It really does devour literature.
12: Please leave
19: only pay for what you need liberty liberty liberty
15: liberty
12: from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today we have mostly sunny conditions high near 55 tonight mostly clear and cold low around 26 your tuesday sunny skies high near 58 tuesday evening clear skies low around 33 and for your wednesday sunny skies high near 64.
15: i'm jt mitchell and you're listening to Super Talk mississippi news Legislation aimed at making prescription drugs is being co-sponsored by Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith.
13: This important legislation would create a true out-of-pocket cap for Medicare beneficiaries, reinforce the market forces that have supported the research and develop so many miracle cures. Keep pharmaceutical companies from price gouging, prevent taxpayers from being on the hook for unlimited price hacks that have no basis in the free market. Stop the hurtful tactics of pharmacy benefit managers that hurt patients and community pharmacies while enriching the middlemen. These reforms would reduce out-of-pocket spending on prescription drugs by $72 billion, reduce premiums by $1 billion, and save taxpayers $95 billion.
15: For more of what's going on in the Magnolia State, follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News.
1: Back to Sports Talk Mississippi.
5: It doesn't get any better than this.
1: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Great to be with you on this Monday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Thanks for being with us. So let's talk about some hoops from the weekend. Mississippi State had a chance to win what would have been a really big game. They did not. They fall eight points short, lose 63-55 to the Arkansas Razorbacks. Game was tied at half, outscored by 8, 38-30 in the second half. Iverson Molinar with 19, Garrison Brooks with 12 points and 11 rebounds, 11 for Tolu Smith. So good to see him back on the floor, play 27 minutes. But those were the only three double-digit scorers in the game. I mean, huge drop off after that. DJ Jeffries has five in 35 minutes. Skeel Moore has two points in 21 minutes. Anderson Garcia three points.
3: The rest of the team scored a combined 13 points. That is correct. So the rest so of the everybody team else was... that played in the game. The rest Another of the like team made guys. up the uh, fourth double-digit score for Mississippi State. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think totally it works that. like that, but you get what I'm saying.
2: No. Arkansas led by J.D. Note with 14. It's not like Arkansas lit it up. I mean, this was
3: played poorly. Yeah. They don't make the last three shots of the game. They they're shooting like third. around 31, 32 percent for the game. So. Just, State uh,
2: shot thirty five percent from the field, twenty five percent from three, and they were sixteen to twenty two from the free throw line. Arkansas shoots thirty seven percent, twenty one percent from 59 percent from the free throw line. Both teams shot twenty two free throws in the game, and yet it was Arkansas getting the. You uh, know what stood out for you Saturday night?
3: I mean, it's it's like I tweeted. It's, it's just same song, different verse for Mississippi State. It's the same thing over and over again. It was the same thing against Florida. It's the same thing against Kentucky, and that's the same thing here. They, they 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 get close, they have an opportunity to win, and they just find a way to lose. I, I, Borky was mentioned it earlier today when we were on the the, the uh, production call. Iverson Molnar doesn't take a shot after the three and a half minute mark. Three twenty
2: one. He, he made a shot at the brim, and that was his final shot of the game.
3: That's your best player. The, the offense has to go through him in the final two minutes of a game. Period. That's got to be what Howland is saying in the in the huddle. Iverson look to create something. We'll crash the boards. You know, Jeffries get out wide and see if Iverson can maybe find you for an open three. But it's not happening. And this is you know another opportunity squandered. You were down two with a, you know just over a minute. You had a chance to to get the win and you didn't do it. They're still somehow in this fight. I don't know how their resume is garbage. They, First four they have, out.
17: First four. They have
3: one quad, one win. They haven't won a game on the road all year, but somehow they stay. Their their net ranking stays close enough that they're able to state you for first four out, like you said. And if they can win two of the next three, which we go back to three weeks ago saying if they win two of their next seven, well, you know here here we are. So they have Tennessee on Wednesday at home, and then they're at LSU, who seems to be in free fall. Can't believe Borky didn't throw them out as a loser. And then they're at Alabama, who is maybe the most up and down team in the conference. They got to find a way to win two of those games. They have to, and then they have to find a way to go undefeated against, you know, Missouri at Missouri at South Carolina, Vanderbilt, because I don't think you can lose any of those. So basically, in their next s- seven games, they need to be five and two. Saturday night was a one-point game with two
2: minutes and seven seconds to play. Arkansas was ahead 53-52 when Garrison uh, Brooks had the dunk down low. Mm -hmm. After that, three-pointer for Jalen Williams to make it a four-point game. State makes a couple of free throws, and it's a two-point game with a minute 29 to play. Mm -hmm. Then Arkansas makes a shot. State misses a shot. Arkansas makes a three. Mississippi State turns it over. Arkansas gets a couple of free throws. State misses a layup. Sixty-three, fifty-five. There you go. That's your final. Yeah. Goes from a two-point game with a minute twenty-nine left to an eight-point loss. And I mean, you're left with just a bad taste in your mouth.
3: It's the same thing, like I said, against Kentucky, against Florida. I mean, Florida's the worst one because you had the lead. Yeah, you, you felt like you were in control of the game and it just completely got away with you. Kentucky, you put together a great comeback, but you can't seal it in regulation, and then you just let it get away from you in overtime, and now this one. People keep saying this. You know, you you, you hear commentators like, oh, this is a good team. This is a good team. Are they? I think they're a talented team. I know that there's talent on the court, but they don't play as a team. They, they don't, and they, they, they make terrible mistakes, and then they seem to all be at the worst time, and, I, and, and just from a coaching standpoint, again, like how do you not run the offense through your absolute best player in the final two minutes of the game? I mean, it just feels like it should just go without saying.
2: We were talking about this earlier today, and it feels like there's some basketball IQ that yeah. is
3: lacking. Little stuff. Well, I think they had three or four turnovers where somebody has the ball, they're looking to pass, but you can't hold the ball for three or four seconds. You, you just can't. You're going to get a, you're going to get turned over there, and they did it three or four times in crucial situations. Uh, Shaquille Moore had a foul on a jump shooter. I thought it was a three. It ended up being a really long two, so it's not as egregious. But that, if it had been a three and it wasn't by, missing by more than an inch, that would have been the third time in like four games. Where he had fouled a three-point shooter, in the act of shooting. I mean, that's those are. It's just little things that they do, but they pile up. And then again, but at the, the the real problem there is, and you mentioned it a second ago. You got 13 points out of seven other guys, or you know, however many you played. You know, you got double figures from three guys is great, but when everybody else combines for 13 you're never going to win. You 55 points isn't going to beat anybody on the road in the SEC.
2: Ole Miss goes to Florida, and they lose in overtime. Ty Fagan played 34 minutes and had 15 points. Matthew Morell played all 45 minutes of the game. So 40 minutes of regulation, five minutes in overtime. He had 14 points. So he gave you a ton of minutes. I'm not sure in terms of efficiency, you wouldn't prefer a little bit more than 14 points in 45 minutes. Nice here. Brooks had 11 points and nine rebounds, so pretty good game for him. Austin Crowley, I mean, he started. You needed more from Austin Crowley. He had two points in 12 minutes. You're just, Austin, but you're not going to get much from I, him. I yeah. understand. No, I understand. I understand you're not. And, and Jamin Brakefield plays 15 minutes and doesn't score. <sighs> you did get the return of Jarkel Joyner. Probably needed an ice bath after this one. He plays 40 minutes in his return for Ole Miss. Did not start, but played 40 minutes. Florida got what they needed out of Kyle and Castleton. 17 points and 7 rebounds. Tyree Appleby had 10 points and 10 assists in the game. And, you know, it's just a... I think Ole Miss gave everything they had in that game on Saturday. Just don't have enough to give. Yeah, and that's really it. It it just kind of ran out of gas. Uh, They play hard, uh, you know. They grind. They they can't score in long stretches of game time. They cannot score, but they still they play hard defense and they grind. And there's just not enough to give. They're the team that's going to bust. their you know what. For 40 minutes, and it a lot of the times for the rest of the season because of injuries and otherwise, it's just not going to matter. And Saturday was a perfect encapsulation of that. Ole Miss was more engaged, more locked in, gave more effort than Florida, but they couldn't win because Florida just had that, just a little bit more in terms of scoring, especially when it mattered most. And that was the difference in the game. Yeah. Ty Fagan hits a shot with 54 seconds left to tie the game at 48. Matthew Morrell misses a three with six seconds left. Probably would have been good enough to win the game. And so it goes to overtime, and that's where Florida is able to uh, to pull away at the very end and get a 62-57 win. So uh, Florida got what they absolutely had to have because Florida, who has not played particularly well is still considered to be an NCAA tournament team. And Florida fans are not happy. They're not happy with what this Florida team looks like under Mike White. But they are winning. And right now they're winning enough to be in the field of 68 when ultimately that gets announced. So, will it finish that way? Uh, who knows? They don't know how it's going to finish. But that's where it is uh, That's where it is right now for Florida. It was... Um, it was a Saturday in college basketball where you had the potential to have kind of an epic day. And it just turned out to be kind of, Duke Carolina had storylines because Carolina students wanted to chant obscenities at Mike Krzyzewski. And then Carolina got blown out at home. It was never close. Kentucky, Alabama had all kinds of possibility. Especially when Alabama was up 9-1, to one, like two minutes into the game. But then they went 3-of-30 from behind the arc. 3-of-30. you had Missouri and Texas A&M being the second most entertaining game of the day in the SEC on Saturday, congratulations to you. I'm not sure that I picked that, and I was there. That was a fun game. We'll be right back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
14: Spring is coming up, and you can leave it up to us at AgUp Equipment for your spring cleaning machine. We have stocked up and can offer you long-term financing with low monthly payments. Get the John Deere 3025E Compact Tractor with a loader for only $278 per month with 72 months financing. Visit us at agup.com for more. Offer is based on 10% down. Offer 3 320 2022. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details.
7: Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchase. And when you draw your Hershey's Kiss, you'll receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under a hundred and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale, which add up to an incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg.
21: What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, hospitals, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's
12: JannyKingCleans.com now.
5: Jenny king. The king of...
12: Free.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. Look for delays this afternoon northbound on 220, just past Medgar Evers, that's exit 5A. Have an accident there just past the exit. Look for delays elsewhere. Things looking pretty good. Buckle up and drive safe. This traffic update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
17: Rodeos are tough and require a great partner to help you up when you need a hand. AgUp Equipment is proud to be a title sponsor of the Dixie National Rodeo. At Ag Up Equipment, we provide the rugged, long-lasting John Deere equipment you need to tackle any job at reasonable prices. AgUp Equipment, 16 hometown locations in Arkansas and Mississippi, or visit us at Agup.com today.
14: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
1: If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi.
6: You like this show, huh? Yeah!
1: Super Talk Mississippi.
2: is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. and Check them out online at visitoxfordms.com for a full schedule of upcoming events, including Waitress. That is at the Ford Center, the national tour, and it's coming up on Wednesday night. That's this week, February 9th, 7.30 p.m. You can still purchase tickets online at fordcenter.org. And it's the 25th anniversary Double Decker Arts Festival that's coming this spring, April 22nd and 23rd. Music lineup announced last week and pretty darn good. The Wilkins Sisters, 49 Winchester, Brett Young, who I did not realize had had seven consecutive number one songs on the uh, country music charts. And then, uh, so that's on Friday. Then on Saturday, Happy Landing, Buffalo Nichols, Maggie Rose, who, if you have been a longtime listener of Sports Talk Mississippi, you remember Maggie Rose uh, when we were at the Grammy Museum in Cleveland a few years ago, uh, performed live on the radio with us. I just got to be on uh, Bork, You remember that, don't you? I do, yeah. I was quite skeptical. Like, uh, we're going to do this on the radio. She sang her song, Pull Me Through, at the time, which was brand new, and I was like, holy cow, this is awesome. She is great. So Maggie Rose, Samantha Fish, Mavis Staples, Trombone Shorty in Orleans Avenue, and then the Revivalists headlining Saturday night as well. Borky, you're more of a music guy than I am. You, you can get behind that lineup, right? Oh, especially uh, Saturday. I'm not a big country music guy. Uh, if you're a country music fan, then I'm sure Brett Young is Phenomenal, But sure. Saturday, with the Revivalists especially, if you haven't heard of them, they're a fantastic show. And then to lead into them, if you're just a, a night viewer, Trombone Shorty is as fun of a concert as you can see in person. It just oozes energy, and it's that New Orleans jazz mixed with his energy. He is just spectacular in person, especially. It's really, really cool. He's just fun, man. It just... I'm telling you, I've been to a lot of bad concerts in my life where you could tell the... I, it was just bad. Um, Blink-182, awful live back in, back in their day, for one. Red Hot Chili Peppers, pathetic live. Trombone Shorty, awesome. There you go. Good to know. That may be the busiest weekend in the history of non-football weekends in Oxford. Yeah, Hayden's going to be there. He said he's staying the whole weekend. Double-decker... I did. Yeah, Stan the whole uh, week going bowl. to the spring game. He wants to see Jackson Dart in person. He said. And baseball. Thursday, Friday, Saturday for baseball. Double decker Friday, Saturday. Grove Bowl and, uh, on Saturday.
3: Apparently, What's we will name? be there Friday. For Sports Talk Mississippi.
2: We will be. So every single year. So have we been? We, you might as well hang around for. Uh, well, when it happens. I mean, the last two years have been derailed. You know that. I don't remember pandemic. being
3: in- <laughs> I don't remember being at Double Decker two years ago, or three yes, years. Yes, it's I guess. because three years ago, then Cross, my God! I'm sorry that time is a flat circle. I don't remember ever going to the Double Decker music festival, though.
2: We were there on Friday afternoon three years ago. Well, you're going this year, and you've got your puka shells ready.
3: I don't <laughs> know what those are, but sure—that's <laughs> what Jackson Dart wears. Well, I, like I—well, that makes sense then that I wouldn't know what it is.
2: The, the you, the you know what puka stuff. shell Dude, you rocked puka shells when you were 17. Let, let, let's go find the tape. Those oh. were a thing back then. Apparently, not 20, they're coming not back. 25 but,
3: years ago, they weren't. I, I had a crew cut when I was 17. Oh,
2: what was it? the ni- Well, you see, here I am thinking you guys are not as old as you are. So they were big in the 90s, right? I don't remember. I was in diapers still, but weren't, weren't they big in the 90s? I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Literally none. Shell necklace guy. Wasn't really my, really my jam. Well, when you get your front row seats to the Grove Bowl, you'll get to see him live and in person. If he wears them during games, uh, I don't believe that's the case, but maybe he will in this one. Anyway, you can check out Visit Oxford online, Visit Oxford MS or, uh, follow, uh, visit what, what, or follow Visit or follow them on social media: football, Twitter. What is happening Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Auburn I beat Georgia on. 74-72 on Saturday. Did you guys watch that game? Uh, that was a charge, and Georgia should have won that game. Oh, yeah, well, when you're the number one team in the country, you're getting that call. Buddy, that should have gone the other way. Even Dari Noka on the conference's network was like, eh, yeah. I, I, I get my paychecks from the SEC, but uh, they kind of screwed that one up, guys. That was a charge in every letter of basketball. That was a charge, and Auburn won on the no call. It should have gone the other way, and I assume because it's college basketball that Georgia would have had the chance to take a couple of free throws and would have won it if the call was correct, which it was not. No free throws on an offensive player control foul for the oh, defense. Okay. Well, so at just least they would have had the ball with a, a small amount of time. So, likely over time, in which they probably still would have lost, but that was a charge. It was an incredible second half run for Georgia. After the being just like terrible in the first half. So uh Yeah. The uh the Kentucky Alabama game was just so disappointing. Felt like a lot of build up, great game. Bama beating Baylor at home the week before. And then Kentucky just kinda of came in and they were a little bit better. They weren't a lot better, but they were a little bit better. Neither team could make a shot. So uh not the most entertaining game. Auburn rolls on at number one. Andy won at home on uh on Saturday night. So uh an entertaining enough day in the SEC on Saturday. We'll be back. College football fixes next.
1: You're home for Ole Miss Sports State. for a Jackson Mississippi, powered by your tree Super Super professionals at the 89 FM.
8: I'm Rich Denison. In his first meeting with new German Chancellor Olaf Scholz today, President Biden said the two countries are pursuing a diplomatic resolution to concerns Russia will invade Ukraine. Diplomacy
7: is the very best way forward for all sides, we both agree, including best for Russia in our view and we have made it very clear we're ready to continue talks in good faith with
8: Russia. Russia denies it plans any incursion into Ukraine despite sending more than 100,000 troops to its border. One of five men facing a trial in a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has agreed to plead guilty as charged.
16: An attorney for 27-year-old Caleb Franks has filed his plea agreement in federal court saying he knowingly and willingly joined the plot and will plead guilty. A sixth man pleaded guilty last year and was sentenced to more than six years in prison.
8: Fox's Jessica Rosenthal America's listening to Fox News.
14: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
1: Along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's
8: Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601 956 1030. Have
14: Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right.
1: See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the
15: pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm JT Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. After Richland Mayor Gene McGee said he'll withhold $110,000 in funding from the library system, an unexpected group has stepped in. The Furry community, which is a worldwide community of writers, authors, and role players, recently began a GoFundMe for the local library system. McGee's threats came after books with LGBTQ plus themes and authors were put on display. More than $96,000 has already been raised and the fundraiser is open for another week. And Medicare recipients will soon have easier access to free COVID-19 tests, Fox's Anna Wells reports.
16: Medicare will cover up to eight free over-the-counter COVID tests a month. Beginning in the spring, they'll be available to about nine out of ten enrollees who have Medicare Part B plans. Medicare covers about 60 million Americans, most of them 65 and up, the most vulnerable to severe illness from coronavirus. Last month, the Biden administration ordered private insurers to cover the cost of up to
15: eight COVID tests a month. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm.
1: Wheel of that's
0: right now you can play wheel of fortune practically anywhere with the wheel of fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket the top prize is a cool one hundred thousand dollars it even has its own second chance promotional prizes you can win trips prizes and yes even more cash
9: get your wheel of fortune scratch off tickets
0: today and have fun y'all gambling prom. call 1-800-522-4700
16: when the state Supreme Court struck down the ballot initiative process last year, it stripped away the right of voters to bypass the legislature and place issues on the election ballot.
9: We used to have five districts, now we have four. And the problem was the language never got changed to say that we have four districts. So to correct that, we're going to have a kind of a pro rata approach to it to say, you know, what districts we have at the time of the proposed initiative is what we're going to go with.
16: Representative Fred Shanks and other lawmakers want to restore the process with some changes.
9: Uh, Originally, it was constitutional amendments only. Now it's just going to be statutory amendments only. But if an initiative passes, uh, we will not be able, the legislature won't be able to touch it for two years.
16: The House proposal also prevents legislators from placing a competing alternative to a citizen-sponsored initiative on the ballot, which some had found confusing. Shanks plans to take up that legislation Tuesday.
7: Eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. The
9: Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, celebrating its 100th year in 2022, is the largest general farm organization in the state. But whether you're a farmer or a consumer, Farm Bureau works for you through its many policies and programs, and we can also help your money grow. From discounts
7: on automobiles, mowers, and equipment to hotels, car rentals, and vacations, Farm Bureau's got you covered. Join today and download the member savings app so you'll have over 200,000
9: discounts at your fingertips.
14: Join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
19: What we're gonna do right here is go back and so now back to the-
1: back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. City.
2: Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thank you for being with us on this Monday afternoon start of a new week. Always good to be with you. It is Super Bowl week, lest you have forgotten. The Super Bowl, with 100 million people watching, will, uh, will come your way on Sunday night at 5, some odd time. 5.17, 5.23, something like that. Whenever it kicks off. You guys excited about the Super Bowl? Oh man, no doubt. Great storylines. Stafford getting out of Detroit, going to win a Super Bowl. Sean McVay. And then of course Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Semi local examples. They are the improbable underdog with the pathetic offensive line. Can they hold back Aaron Donald enough to let Joe Burrow throw the football underneath to his playmakers in space? This should be a great one. This is, you know, everybody talks about the Super Bowl, right? Food, commercials, halftime show. Yeah. Because they gear the production towards the non football fan. My wife will watch the Super Bowl because of the commercials and the halftime show. And then I'm, you know, we're going to cook a lot of food. But the game itself could be like an all timer. Could be. I'm here for it if it is. I, just, I think both offenses are, are going to score. At, I think two likable quarterbacks. I mean, it's got the recipe of just this is going to be really fun for four and a half hours. We have a chance to have an exceptionally fun Food Friday presented by Polks. There will be a Super Bowl theme to Food Friday this week. No question. That'll be great. So you're cooking big for the Super Bowl Borky? Yeah. Are you hosting people or just like No, just the two of us, man. I I, I've found that Super Bowl parties stop me from seeing everything at the Super Bowl. I miss it all because everybody's talking and carrying on and stuff, chasing kids around. So I stopped going to and hosting Super Bowl parties a couple years ago and I actually get to take it all in. And it's kind of important for the next day when you've got to talk about everything that happened. Yeah, it'd be better if you didn't miss everything that happened so I'm done i'm a hundred percent with you it's like <laughs> but I've got kids that are at there like hey let's have a super Bowl party like, eh, it's kind of kind of tough I need to maybe it's just like a, you got to record
3: it and go back and watch it again thing which sometimes is I mean, worthwhile you I cooking mean, big it's... hey dad i I'm not planning to it this time but we'll see
2: Are you more of a host a Super Bowl party, attend a Super Bowl party, or thumbs down on a Super Bowl party
3: kind of guy? I would be more to attend a Super Bowl party. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if the Saints were playing, I might want to host just so I could be in control of my environment. But Bengals, Bengals, Rams, I'll go to somebody's party if they want to invite me.
4: Sounds like a poll question.
2: First of the day. Do you like Super Bowl parties?
3: No, are you a Super Bowl party host, or are you a Super Bowl party attender, or are you a Super Bowl party naysayer? Or thumbs down on a Super Bowl party. Exactly. There you go. Uh,
2: i tell you what else we need to do. We need to get into the college football fix. Coming your way right now, the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Check out the full lineup of SUVs at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Whether it's the Ford Escape, the Explorer, the Expedition, or maybe the Edge, which kind of falls into the crossover category, Ford has got you covered. SUVs built not for a few, but built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. According to 24-7 Sports, there is a, quote, good possibility, close quote, that texas is going to add david cutcliffe to its football organization in an off-field capacity david cutcliffe recently retired as head coach at duke after 14 seasons in durham story says there aren't many coaches out there with cutcliffe's level of experience he has 40 years of college coaching under his belt and has turned more than half a dozen of his quarterbacks into nfl players uh, perhaps you've heard a a couple of them, last name Manning. Not to mention guys like Heath Shuler and T. Martin and Eric Ainge and Daniel Jones. So we will see. We will see how this plays out. There is clearly, even if it's not the case from Texas or from David Cutcliffe, a, uh, an angle here that everybody looks at and goes, Ooh, 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 I know why they're doing that. Perhaps I'm, Texas looking for an assist in the recruitment of Manning, comma Arch. Perhaps also breaking news we'll get to later. Dennis Allen, the new head coach for the New Orleans Saints. Oh their, really? Their defensive coordinator. Uh, See, like the interview most, process must have just been a sham. Hey, uh, stop it. No, it was the logical step. But yeah, that's, that's the question everybody's asking. What does this mean for Arch? And I even had somebody ask me today, why wouldn't Ole Miss hire him? Why are, they, why, why are they letting Texas hire him? And it's like, well, first of all, David Cutcliffe can make his own decisions as an adult man. I mean, what if he doesn't want to be an analyst for all? I, I don't know. He as, has retired and made a lot of money. He gets to be selective. Yeah, but, but also when it comes to Arch, correct me if I'm wrong here, if David Cutcliffe, the analyst, is the reason he chooses his school, you weren't getting him anyway.
10: Because oh. you're,
2: you're going to let the Mannings go through all of this, the, go, the whole recruiting process, knowing what they know. And the only thing that influenced their decision was David Cutcliffe being an analyst to 5, 10, 20 hours a week in the office, but not really doing much coaching because he's retired. If that is the reason why he picks a school, they were looking for a reason why he's not going to Ole Miss. Yeah, I don't think that would it's, it's be a one reason of those why he picked, but it could potentially be a contributing factor.
11: It's just one of those things that
3: doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have him there. It doesn't hurt to have somebody of the Manning family knows and trust with with their with their sons and now their grandsons on staff. It just doesn't hurt. Uh, and of course Porky's correct. We don't know what happened. Kiffin may have offered Cutcliffe a possession and he's like, now I'd rather go to Texas. But it doesn't hurt. So also I think we need to create like some breaking news like world under siege music for whenever we have an archmanning update for the next year. I think so? Yeah, just some like trumpets and like arch manning update
11: look yes
3: yes
2: but this isn't an arch manning update it's just a story that
11: isn't it though
2: anecdotally ties to the recruitment of arch manning maybe um (laughs) look as it pertains to david cutcliffe should have been hired by Ole miss well I am under the impression and led to believe that it took a while, but David Cutcliffe got to the point where he was able to kind of forgive and move on and not be terribly upset with Ole Miss anymore. I'm not sure that everybody in his family felt the same way. And I don't know that there was really an interest in coming back here. Now, with that said, there is a pretty significant tie to Oxford and that David Cutcliffe's son, Chris, is the head football coach at Oxford High School and seems to be really, really happy and is really good at his job. And he's got a bunch of grandkids here, so... I don't know. I don't know that any of that matters, and it almost feels like a little weird talking about it in that way. Do you think Steve Sarkeesian, if indeed this happens, looked at this as a way to get better on his offensive staff, regardless of who his quarterbacks are, or did he hire David Cutcliffe, To try and give himself perhaps an extra advantage in the recruitment of Arch Manning, it can be both,
3: right? It can be both. It feels like the latter
2: to me. It's not like they're hiring Shea Patterson's brother. (laughs) No, you remember the line in the story about forty years of coaching experience? Yeah, a great offensive mind. So, so he can certainly help, regardless of whether or not they get Arch. I'm just, I'm a little cynical, I guess, because. I I can't imagine that being the difference. Sure, in recruiting, you got to do things that can help you get a leg up, but it sounds like Texas has kind of been falling behind in this deal anyway, depending on who you believe. So maybe this is a way to get back in it or whatever. I don't know. But you know what I think an issue for Texas is? They're not in the SEC. And they're not going to be in the SEC until Arch Manning's a junior. And kind of everything you see and point to makes you think that, I don't know, the Mannings, as a family, are kind of partial to the Southeastern Conference. I don't know. Just kind of think it out loud there. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
14: It's the greatest show on dirt, the Dixie National Rodeo, presented by Southern Ag Credit, February 11 through 19th at the Mississippi Coliseum. Come out and experience world-class livestock, brought to you by Harper Morgan Rodeo, along with barrel racing, bull riding, and more. Live in concert will be Dylan Scott, Joe Nichols, the Gatlin Brothers, Justin Moore, Neil McCoy, Gary Allen, and the Bellamy Brothers. Buy your tickets today at DixieNational.org. Sponsored by Clinton Body Shop, Keystone Federal Credit Union, Regional Homes, Mississippi Farm Bureau, Trustmark, McLean Lodge, Southern Beverage, John Deere, and Outback Steakhouse. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details.
7: Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchased, and when you draw your Hershey's kiss, you'll receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg.
4: Put more room in your budget during the President's Sale at Miss Kelly's. Give your space the upgrade you need and save hundreds of dollars off our already low prices. Plus, when you finance for 60 months, there's no money down required, which means you can walk out without paying, and your payments are low. How about $3,000 in furniture and bedding for only $56 a month? Need it right away? Check out what's in stock and ready for you on Kelly's.com. Live large on a small budget at Miss Kelly's President's Sale.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Well, we still have the accident on 220 northbound just past Exit 5A. Expect delays. Also seen delays southbound on 55 from Fortification down to the stack. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking.
1: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a go. go. This this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly.
2: after tweets that the Saints have informed their defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they are hiring him as the next head coach Allen replacing Sean Payton but not as the interim head coach so Saints went through the hiring process through the interview process and ultimately hired the in-house guy good move or lazy move it's boring it's boring. It's a boring hire. Promoting your defensive coordinator to head coach is a boring hire. But like, let, me, let me interject for just a second. Like, like, very briefly. College football seems hugely about winning the press conference. That seems much less so in the NFL. Couldn't care less. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Mickey Loomis couldn't care less about that. But um, his defenses aren't boring. They're dominant on an annual basis. Look at what he's done the last couple of years specifically to Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he he has put together excellent defenses lately, and clearly the team values or the organization values some continuity, and he brings that. So there's familiarity with the organization, the front office, the scouting. He has coached incredibly good defenses, and maybe that's enough for them. It's very boring, but I kind of feel like Boring isn't the worst thing, especially considering what his position group or his side of the ball has done under his leadership the last few years, which has been flat-out dominant.
3: No, no questioning any of that at the same time. And maybe this is just a personal thing for me. I always like an offensive head coach, I, especially with the Saints. I feel like offense is so important to their identity, and I feel like you know there's so many questions right now on that side of the ball – what you're gonna do with the quarterback position going forward, are you gonna draft a quarterback this year? I would I would have rather the head man have been an offensive guy. But Dennis Allen is certainly, you know, a worthy candidate uh for the Saints. But now I gotta see, you know, does Pete Carmichael stay as the offensive coordinator or do they go another way with that?
2: Who did they interview? Eric enemy what, mm-hmm. a marathon interview yesterday or the day before? Yeah, so Allen B. Enemy. Aaron Glenn, Brian they Flores.
3: They interviewed Flores the day before the story broke, and he told them the story was going to bro- break. So, my guess is that just disqualified him right off the bat. Doug Marone, did Byron yeah. Leftwich interview? Doug Peterson interviewed. Leftwich did. That's not what interview I mean, Peterson, not Marone. Yeah, Peters or, or Leftwich did not interview with the Saints. Is
2: Leftwich going to get a job this cycle?
3: Or are they all dried up now? We got That's anything it. left? We're, we're, we're done. We're, we're out. Yeah. This is it. Plus, the Rams just get really mad at Sean McVay if he loses on Sunday. Wouldn't really anticipate that being the case, would you? You never, you never know.
2: No, that's that's not going to happen. But yeah, tell tell me what the layers are to this story. Are there layers? Because I think it's pretty straightforward. This is one of those sports stories that's it's it's blatantly obvious why they made this decision. It's they valued continuity. He's been on staff for a while and since he's been on staff they have dramatically improved their standing defensively. Uh the team is familiar with him, apparently likes him a whole lot and it's really that to me that's really that simple. They like the culture that has been built there. I mean, you hear former players talk all the time about their favorite stop in terms of player relationship was New Orleans because they built a a culture that the players really loved playing in. And who has been a big part of that culture for the last, I can't do math, six and a half years? Well, it's Dennis Allen. And when you pair great coaching ability with continuity, one plus one equals two sometimes. Yeah. I don't think it's any deeper than that. I mean, I'm sure he's had to sell them on an offensive image. I don't know if Carmichael's that guy. If he sticks with Pete Carmichael, then that is absolutely the vision that they sold Mickey Loomis and Gail Benson on, was it's going to be the same. Sean's just not here. But everything else is the same.
3: But that doesn't always work, you know? doesn't always work. Like, sometimes the culture is the guy who left. Yeah, He's the and- guy who, who drove the wagon.
2: I mean, Sean Payton has the reputation for being one of the greatest offensive minds in the NFL, right? Yeah, no doubt. So yeah. just because you had his offensive coordinator stay on board doesn't mean that it's the same. I mean, if you were able to sell a guy like Mickey Loomis on that idea, then good on you. Congratulations. That's fantastic. I will be disappointed if if he just sticks with Pete, and and they just go that route. I I, I am hoping that he's got a vision for the offense that is not an offensive coordinator that has not called plays for as many years as he has not called plays. Let me ask you this. I, I don't know why. I think I'm so fascinated with him because of his playing days and kind of my lasting images. Could you go get a Byron Leftwich Pull him away from Tampa now that Tom Brady's gone and you're not calling plays for the greatest of all time? Possible. And maybe bring somebody like that to New Orleans to be the offensive coordinator, knowing that in a year or two he's going to get a head coaching job?
3: It's certainly worth your time.
2: Is that an offensive coordinator hire that would excite you guys? Yeah.
3: I mean, that that's a head coaching hire that would have excited me, so yeah, for sure. I mean, and you look at
2: his time before Brady, Jameis wasn't a slouch either. Now, he threw 30 picks. Well, if he had had LASIK, I mean, he might have only thrown 27 interceptions. That was an incredibly explosive offense that he was a part of back then.
3: Hey, Dad. I got an eye roll out of that? Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's... So since twenty
2: seventeen, they only give up twenty points per game, three hundred and twenty nine yards per game, only two hundred and fifty yards passing per game, and average three sacks per game. That has been Dennis Allen's defense yeah. since he's taken over. But, it's been but dominant.
3: This is this is a it's overused a lot of times, but this is a true start of a new era for the New Orleans Saints. You know, the era was it wasn't just Peyton either, it was the Breeze Peyton era. Now Breeze is gone and now Peyton is gone and now You know, it's 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 a new day moving forward for the Saints. So we'll see. And the part
2: of the era that hasn't moved on is Mickey Loomis.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And I know
2: I know for a fact that you guys believe he is as good at his job as anybody in that position in the NFL. He better be navigating the cap, especially the last few drafts haven't haven't been really great. Now Davenport's working out if he can stay healthy, but uh, still, kind of the cap is on the 2017 draft that got them Ramchick and Camara and on and on and on. But in terms of navigating the cap, he's a magician. He's just an outright magician. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've known me for seven years. Every offseason, what's the conversation? Saints have got cap issues. They're in cap hell. Oh, it's just terrible. And then yet, they still have playoff caliber teams on an annual basis. So Dennis Allen, not the only new head coach in the NFL... This one is fascinating to me because of the conversation that we had a week ago. The Miami Dolphins have agreed to deal uh, to a deal with the San Francisco 49ers, well, to, with 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel, to make him their next head coach. I remember asking you guys, what, a week and a half ago? This wonderkind. That does not come from a traditional football background, a football coaching background, that has risen to an offensive coordinator. And Hey Dad just went on and on about how much weed the guy smokes. Or maybe it was Borky
3: that did that. I'd say it wasn't me. I think it was Borky, not Hey Dad. I
2: mean, he has got, he just strikes me as this California surfer dude that does nothing but get high all day, every day. And that's just the vibe he gives off. A vibe and maybe a bit of a mischaracterization given the fact that he was just handed the keys to an NFL franchise as the new head coach. Well, and when you listen to his press conferences, because those are going viral and making him famous, he's he's kind of goofy. He's not your typical like Dan Campbell, uh I'm gonna bite your kneecaps off to win games kind of guy. He's no, he's not a football guy. He went to Yale. Yeah. Right? But when you ask him football scheme questions, that might be the smartest dude
3: in the league. It's one of those things, though, like, yeah, his answers are great. Was the 49ers offense just this juggernaut that he's now a head football coach of an NFL team? Like I seem to recall them not being all that great this year. I mean, I I like some of the stuff they did. They did some innovative things with Debo Samuel and getting the ball into his hands, but it's not like hey, they were I don't the know
2: if the, you know this or not, but Jimmy Garoppolo read, led the 49ers to another NFC championship game.
3: He was the quarterback for that team. I agree with that. <laughs> um, no, people
2: attribute uh, McVeigh and uh, Shanahan's scheme, specifically in the run game, to him. Like like he's the architect of what they do offensively. 38 years old, Yale, headed toward a um, banking and finance career, probably on Wall Street. Decided he was incredibly bored with that plan after an internship and decided, I want to be a football coach. Then he started chasing that dream. And now he's not just a football coach. He's a head football coach in the National Football League. Fascinating story for the 38-year-old Mike McDaniel. Following Brian Flores in Miami. No word as to whether or not Stephen Ross has put
12: a losing clause in his contract for bonuses or not. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
20: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you.
1: It's that time of year
14: when love is in the air and you just
1: crave
14: something sweet. Valentine's Day. Uh, wrong! It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right. All February, we're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can Buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old credit issues and looking forward to your future. Our staff is ready to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com.
6: See dealer for details
15: with perfect select models.
11: This is Don DeBut. The Biloxi Boat Show returns this weekend with the best prices and selection of new 2022 models. Meet dealers from Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana, and place your order for a new boat. The Biloxi Boat Show is the only place to see boats, electronics, tackle, and more all in one place. Come find a boat that fits your budget, and join us on the water. The Biloxi Boat Show. It's family fun and worth the drive from anywhere, February 11th through the 13th at the Coast Coliseum.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, we have mostly sunny conditions, high near 55. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low around 26. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 58. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 33. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 64.
15: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. After Richland Mayor Gene McGee said he'll withhold $110,000 in funding from the library system, an unexpected group has stepped in. The furry community, which is a worldwide community of writers, authors, and role players, recently began a GoFundMe for the local library system. McGee's threats came after books with LGBTQ themes and authors were put on display. More than $96,000 has already been raised and the fundraiser is open for another week. And Medicare recipients will soon have easier access to free COVID-19 tests. Fox's Anna Wells reports,
16: Medicare will cover up to eight free over-the-counter COVID tests a month. Beginning in the spring, they'll be available to about nine out of ten enrollees who have Medicare Part B plans. Medicare covers about 60 million Americans, most of them 65 and up, the most vulnerable to severe illness from coronavirus. Last month, the Biden administration ordered private insurers to cover the
15: cost of up to eight COVID tests a month. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm.
1: Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi.
13: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things
16: with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
16: Do hey, you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Yes!
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: task for you, Michael Borky? Depends on what it is. Elevator pitch version of the Alvin Kamara story. Uh, Somebody tried to get on an elevator that he was on. He stuck his hand out on the guy's chest. Guy slaps hand away. Fight ensues. And police, according to them, video hadn't gotten out yet, which I'm surprised TMZ hadn't gotten their hands on it corroborated the victim's story, apparently. And he got whooped. I mean, like, can't open his eye, whooped. So, it was ugly, apparently. Yeah. Multiple people involved. It wasn't just Kamara and this dude fighting. It was a whole... Kamara had his crew with him. He couldn't kind of let them do his bidding.
3: It's kind of what you're supposed to do, right? That's why you're supposed to just sit back and be like, minions attack. It's like... That's the point of having a crew. Yeah. If you don't...
2: Anyway. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. That's the best way for you to be a part of the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. What would you say about Dan Mullen to New Orleans as offensive coordinator?
3: Uh, well, you know. I mean, it yeah. doesn't... I don't know.
2: I don't know. He, he just got passed over for the job, so maybe it's not possible. But Eric Bieniemy's contract expired this year with the
3: Chiefs. That would be something if that happened. He's from I, New Orleans. I mean, I know all these things, but I'm just saying that would be something.
2: And he is not under contract right now. Well, he is. It expires soon. But the Which 2022 is the only season. Reason he can leave from one job as an assistant to another job as assistant because we get the message on the ceasefire text line Tampa would have to allow and release Leftwich to interview with the Saints unless his contract is up. And there's no way they do that. You can leave anywhere, anytime for a career advancement opportunity, but you cannot make a lateral move. Lateral move in the NFL without permission from your current team to leave. I don't think he's going anywhere, but Andy Reid is the play caller, the primary play caller anyway, in Kansas City. If he were to go elsewhere, it is well not every place. Let's just say that Dennis Allen is curious about that. That he's not convinced on just promoting Carmichael. He wants to look outside the box. This would be Biennial's show. Allen's not going to touch the offense. He'll make like, hey, call timeout here, whatever kind of decisions, or like, hey, you know, this is kind of what I want to do, milk the clock, whatever. But the off, he's not touching the offense. That will be Eric Biennial's show. Wait, hold on a second. Auburn could hire Eric B. Enemy if they had an opening. They could. Would he be willing to recruit? Yeah, I don't know. Because the NFL is a sweet gig once you're in it. I mean, whew. But Just that's, ask Lovey Smith. That's something I wonder if he's interested in. And maybe that's... People are wondering. He's had, what, 15 head coach interviews, hadn't gotten a job yet. There is stuff in the past that is probably hurting his ability to get jobs but also okay never been a head coach before and you're not the play caller I'm sure that leads to some people looking other directions in their coaching search you know what can help being the the guy showing that this is your offense that is wildly successful not Andy Reid's Because who gets all the credit for what is happening in Kansas City? Andy Reid. Same dynamic with Jeff Lebby and Ole Miss. Jeff Lebby could have called every single play at Ole Miss. He didn't. But he could have, and guess who still got the credit? Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I'd reach out if our new head coach, Dennis Allen... So the, the late 80s and early 90s were a bit of a tough time for Eric Enemy in terms of driving too fast and following some of the rules set forth of our land, and then he got a DUI in 2001. So is that kind of the stuff that stands out in the background? Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, it's at this point, it's kind of like 15 interviews, not getting one. Why? And so it makes you ask questions that there may not be answers to. Okay, I don't know I've I, I I not seen anybody actually say Why the hiring's not happening But here's another cycle And it didn't happen Something is hanging these teams up Because I don't think 15 Or going 0-15 is a coincidence No I, I couldn't agree more Because there have been a lot of teams That needed an offensive infusion Needed an offensive minded head coach now, maybe the thought was, well, you
3: can't bring Patrick Mahomes with you. And so, but I don't yeah, know. But especially like young teams, you know, like the, let's just say the Jaguars. I mean, when you have Trevor Lawrence, you're like, okay, we've got that piece. You know, he's not Mahomes, but we believe he can grow and be an elite quarterback. You know, most most of these teams have got a guy they believe in, or they feel like they're going to draft a guy they can believe in, one of the two. Donald asked a question
2: on the text line as well from Ceasefire. Do you honestly think Kiffin will be the head coach at Ole Miss when Manning will play? So here's how I responded to that. I said, well, Kiffin will likely be at Ole Miss this coming season, we think. Arch Manning will likely commit somewhere either this spring or summer before his senior year. In the event that Arch Manning commits to Ole Miss, it seems unlikely to me that Lane Kiffin would at that point say, Peace out, guys. I'm gone. But answering it in a different way, yeah, I, I think that Lane Kiffin will be at Ole Miss in two years, with or without Arch Manning. And the reason, honestly, that I think that is there aren't that many jobs now, crazy stuff happens in college football, right? We know that. See, Auburn University. But there aren't that many great jobs or jobs that would have the ability to compensate Lane Kiffin or would be as attractive as what he's building in Oxford that are out there. Right? I mean, you had so many big jobs that opened this year that you feel like, wow, that that actually might be Might be a pretty good fit. Florida, Miami, LSU. Texas was only two years ago. Southern Cal was one. Although he's kind of been there, done that. That was never really going to be a possibility. Not
3: really a good choice for him.
2: And UCLA just extended Chip Kelly. I mean, weird situation, but they did for less money and probably less penalty if they want to get out of it. They're not it's serious just, about winning there. None. And huge financial issues with that athletics department. Huge. It just doesn't feel like there are that many places where it would make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, man, th- this offseason uh, was brutal if you are a school that wants to hang on to your coach because of the quality jobs that came open. Now, to your point, they always tend to do it. But how many objectively better jobs than the one he's got are set to come open this offseason? It's going to be one of those years, I think, where you don't really see any turnover in the SEC unless Auburn doesn't get rid of Brian Harson right now
3: see if I agree with that.
2: Florida's brand new, LSU's brand new, Kentucky's stable, Arkansas's stable, Georgia's not going anywhere, you know, unless Saban retires.
3: Is it's the most likely after Auburn Mississippi State? Yes. A losing season and a third Egg Bowl loss?
2: South Carolina's stable, Tennessee's stable,
3: a and <laughs> stable. Well, Tennessee is as stable as Tennessee can be. Oh, I think they're pleased with where Josh Heupel has things. They like, are, but you never know with those guys. They could turn on a dime.
2: Clark Lee's basically got a decade to figure it out. I mean, a
3: lifetime contract yeah, I guess, almost. I guess I'm right. I guess Leach would be the most likely. I mean, now, by most likely, we don't mean likely. We just mean this is an issue a lot of our listeners have. We've yes. had these problem with poll questions in the past. <laughs> More likely doesn't mean likely, or less likely doesn't mean likely. But yeah, he would be the most likely.
2: I just don't even know what to do with a question like this. Would Dan Mullen go back to
3: state? Would they ask him? They would not, and he probably would Swallow your pride and do it. it would be great. Like,
9: I
4: was pretending it never happened.
2: I'm all on team. Who cares if you're going to win? When people ask, like, oh, if state moves on from Howland, who do you hire? Sean Miller. Who cares? Oh, he was caught up in the FBI scandal. So? So, so? was Bruce Pearls Auburn. <laughs> Who cares? Just go get a winner.
3: We're in the business of winning. Rick Patino? There's some other things going on there. Is that a bridge too far? <laughs> Might be a bridge too far. There's not a good Italian restaurant in Startville either. Does there have to be? For Patino?
0: Member FDIC.
21: What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, hospitals, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JanneKingCleans.com now.
5: Janie King, the king.
9: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Look for delays on 220 northbound. The left lane is blocked at Highway 49 exit, also another wreck further north on 220, just before Watkins Drive exit also has the left lane blocked. On 55 southbound, expect delays from Lakeland all the way down to the stack, also seeing moderate congestion east and westbound on 20 at the stack. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you.
17: in Arkansas and Mississippi or visit us at agup.com today.
16: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson
12: 97.3. Okay, what we do next?
15: Keep it moving,
1: buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
15: right, it's always the same It's just a shame, that's all I could say day and you say
17: night Well,
2: last Tell time we were on Sportsline, Mississippi So let's, uh, let's wrap up the show it's where the we began shame. today Which is, we well, don't really know what's coming at Auburn uh, All I know is that Rumor mill stuff happens at every school Like, everybody has a moment where message boards, social media, text messages, rumors, it all gets shifted into overdrive. Most schools don't put statements out (coughs) to deal with the rumor mill. Most boards of trustees don't actively... Try to figure out a way to get rid of a football coach after just one season that was just a very mediocre season. It wasn't a dumpster fire of a season. It wasn't a three and nine, a two and ten, a one and eleven. It wasn't a Gene Chizik. Got to get rid of this guy and do it now. Moment. It was a year after agreeing to pay a princely sum to Gus Malzahn to go away. Maybe it's just as simple as the board of trustees or the behind-the-scenes boosters at Auburn had to lick their wounds for a little while after they didn't get their way when Brian Harson was actually hired. They weren't able to successfully run the coup to get Kevin Steele into the head chair. And so they just waited and they said, oh, okay, all right, just, just give us a little time. And now here we are a year later. I, I still don't know what to make of it. Did you guys see on Thursday night, I guess it was, you know, Twitter spaces has become a thing. Yeah, It's like a audio chat room on Twitter. At 11 o'clock on Thursday night, there were like 3,000 people that were listening in to Twitter Spaces Auburn. And at the same time, there were like another thousand people that were on a live video stream that Jay Tate was doing who covers Auburn for Rivals, I think. Is that the Auburn Undercover site? Does that sound right? Or maybe it's Auburn Sports. Whatever. whatever.
3: Auburn anyway, Undercover, yeah.
2: There were a lot of people. Late on a Thursday night, that just had to know what was going on. And here we are, 72 hours later, closing in on 96 hours later. They still don't really have any clarity. And Auburn's not offering much up in the way of clarity. Can this end any way other than ultimately Brian Harson loses his job?
3: Because what does he have left? could coach this season, maybe. Maybe. You just do it because they're paying you
2: a few million and it's your job, and then they're going to have to pay you to go away?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was getting fired at the end of the season anyway, unless he had a turnaround that I'm not banking on. I love
2: the story from Pete Thamel. Harson is out of the country on a previously scheduled vacation and is slated to return Wednesday. SEC head coaches are slated to meet in person in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday, which would potentially be Harson's first formal public appearance upon returning from his vacation. Those athletic director and coach meetings are normally super low key. Like, you don't usually know they were going on until after they've happened. There'll be like a media stakeout outside the SEC offices if Brian Harson is still the coach on Thursday, headed to those meetings. <laughs> Auburn has been interviewing current assistant coaches and staffers about Harson. Some of those interviews took place Sunday, others were expected to spill into Monday. Coaches and staffers were asked about some alleged issues that have arisen during Harson's tenure with the idea of drilling in on what's factual. Auburn has used outside legal counsel in at least some of these interviews, which includes an outside firm Auburn has used previously, Lightfoot, Franklin & White, and an attorney there who specializes in collegiate sports. Give me a timeline, hey, Dad. How long until a decision th- on the planes?
3: I thought it would have been by today. So the fact that it's not, as surprising. Maybe they're just going to wait for him to get back from vacation. I don't know. You know what I'd do day if day. I were him? Stay on. a lot vacation. of money
2: in my pocket. I'd probably, I'd probably just stay on
3: vacation a little. Well, I guess he's got to be back Thursday for the meeting. Do a Zoom. This is 2021, 2022.
2: <laughs> Guys, I've come down with COVID. I'm going to have to join you via Zoom. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. For Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, and Brian who slips in at the end, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Monday night.
10: Oh, it's
1: incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.